0: We all know what's going on. Jeff Bezos, founder of Amazon, successfully uh, went to quote-unquote space, meaning he crossed the official threshold that separates the atmosphere from from space, all right? We saw that today. I was watching it live. And I was thinking, oh, God, bad, something bad is about to happen with this. But it didn't. It looked like it went off successfully. And, you know, the most interesting thing about this, I thought, was, was this rocket. Not necessarily the shape, because the shape looks like a looks like a dong. <laughs> but the most interesting thing about this was how this rocket was able to. Return back to Earth and land in the exact same spot that it took off from. Like, I thought that was extremely impressive. I was like, wow, how come they haven't been doing this the entire time? Because, you know, normally when NASA, when they launch a rocket, the booster engines, they uh they drop off into the Atlantic Ocean. And then I think some ships got to go out there and retrieve them from the water. But this thing was able to return back to the spot that it took off from. So I thought that that was the most impressive part of the entire launch today was seeing that piece of technology do its thing. So. So that's what happened today. It was it was interesting to see, um, you know, shout out to Jeff Bezos doing this thing, living his wildest fantasies. And, you know, you got everybody in their mama crying about Jeff Bezos. Like you go on Twitter right now. It's just a, a liberal lunacy just run amok with everybody talking about uh he's a billionaire. How come he doesn't do something with his money like feed the homeless and and do this and do that? And he needs to pay his fair share of taxes and and, and he needs to pay Amazon employees more money. Um Amazon does pay fifteen dollars an hour in case you guys didn't know. And they offer healthcare to their workers. So that was something that a lot of y'all, a lot of people were crying about and he actually uh, granted their wish. But you know the thing about it with liberals is once you give a liberal an inch, they're going to try to take 300 miles. Like they want it all. You understand? They want it all. But um so you can never please a liberal. They all they all believe that they want this perfect utopia where everything is just distributed equally. There is no competition. Um, What's yours is mine. What's mine is yours. But oftentimes what really happens is they want it to be what's yours is mine and what's mine is mine. That's kind of how liberals really want this thing to be. They don't really believe in meritocracy or any of that that crap. Um, They just want the right to come through and try to debo everything that you've worked for. And let's just talk about Jeff Bezos. You can't sit here and act like Jeff Bezos didn't grind his butt off to make Amazon what it was. I mean, you go look at Amazon when it first started. It was literally like a one. This, this was Amazon right here, y'all. This is it. This was Amazon. A little rinky-dink office with a spray-painted sign hanging on the wall. And they were selling books. This is literally how Amazon got started, y'all. And then it became what it became because this guy put in the effort and grinded it out to where it became this monstrosity that it is today. And I don't see what the issue is. This is, this is American capitalism come true. This is the American dream come true. You take a small rinky-dink company You transformed it to become the richest man in the world, you understand. And then you know, there's all kinds of other things about going on with this company, but you know, it is what it is. Now, is every company perfect? No, but the thing that kills me about when people complain about this dude, they be acting like they'll be like, Oh, he's worth 400 billion, they be acting like this dude got 400 billion dollars is hiding under his mattress somewhere. They don't take into account all the stocks, all, you know, all of his investments, all of that stuff added up together, minus his uh, his debts and liabilities. That's what creates his net worth. But it's like people, they want to try to equate the guy that's working in the in the warehouse as to he, he should be paid on par with the CEO. It's like, no, you're you're here to uh, push packages around the warehouse. I'm here to run a global international company. Like, how how in the world can you think that we should be paid equally? Besides, this is this is my company. You know what I'm saying like, why would anybody start a company and then not want to be the highest paid person at their company It's your company? You know what I mean? So anyways. Getting back to the topic. White people are conquering space. They're trying to push it out to space a week ago or whatever. You had Richard Branson. Uh, he he went out there and put together his little weird-looking plane thing here, and uh, he got to see a little bit of space. And then Jeff Bezos, with his flying dong called the Blue Origin, he went a little higher and he got to look at space. So now we got the billionaire space race, and then you got Elon Musk with his SpaceX program, where he's launching astronauts up to the uh, International Space Station. So you got these billionaires out here pushing the boundaries of uh, space travel, trying to kick off this whole space tourism industry and you know do some other things that that are, you know, should bring um new inventions and 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 new new things to society to hopefully make it better because you know that that's a, that's another thing. Um when you got people who push forward and do these types of inventions or Going to these type of industries, whether you're talking about the automotive industry, like let's just go back to Henry Ford or whoever the first person that was to invent the car, because I don't think it was Henry Ford. I think Henry Ford became famous for mass production of the of the automobile. But I'm pretty sure you had some 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 crybabies back then who were sitting around here talking about, oh, they're making horseless, horseless cars, horseless carriages. That's that's what they call cars, a, a horseless carriage back in the day. You probably had somebody sitting around there whining and crying, but look at what the uh, the automobile in conjunction with the railroad system has been able to do to this country. In case you guys don't know, our highway systems is one of the main reasons or one of the I'm not going to say one of the main, but well, maybe maybe one of the main reasons as to why America is a superpower that we are today is because we're able to move things across these highway systems. In an effective manner to move products and commerce and and all that stuff you go overseas to other countries um, that aren't first world nations first thing you you can tell oftentimes that they're not a first world nation is just look at their highway system look at their road system that's the that's one of the number one telltale signs about a country's economic standing you just look at their transportation systems Mainly their road systems. I mean, the road systems that's what made Rome a, a, a huge uh, superpower back in in the ancient times. It was their road system, how they were able to move troops and engage in commerce because they built thousands upon thousands upon thousands of miles of road, um, you know, with their technologies back in the day. So that's how this all works. Y'all. So we got we got white folks out here going to space and all these inventions and all this other stuff going to trickle down to the masses somehow some way some you know i mean that's just how it always is to where the technology will push society forward somehow some way how it's going to push it forward, i have no idea but you know like i said, getting back to the automobile when henry ford or whoever whoever the first person that was i think it was some dude in germany if i'm not mistaken but um they invented the car i'm pretty sure they, they couldn't see 100 200 years into the future that you know everybody and their mom will be driving around in cars, you know what I'm saying? There's probably just some cool invention at the time that they thought was needed. So we got that going on. This is what this is what white folks is doing, right? They're investing in STEM because this is all this is. This is science, technology, engineering, and math on steroids. That that's what this is, right? We got this going on. We come over to Blackistan. What what dominates the black conversations, y'all? What dominates black society's conversations, y'all? critical race theory. So we got white folks moving forward into the future and we got black folks trying to slide back in time to sit around here and whine and cry about atrocities of the past as if black folks of today are dealing with the same level of atrocities of the past that our ancestors dealt with. That's, that's what we got going on. This is, this is the This is the major issue with black society. It's not the fact that you you want to learn history. It's one thing to want to learn history and, and be cognizant of history. But it's another thing when you're out here trying to pretend like you are your history. You know what I'm saying? That's that's black people's problem. They want to pretend like you are slaves, that you are living in Jim Crow when you're not but this is this is black folks main main claim right here it's either something tied to racism or critical race theory or black lives matter police is hunting everything's tied to race right meanwhile this is what white folks is doing they out here trying to conquer the universe you know what i'm saying they out here trying to push us into the age of george uh, jetson and we got black folks out here trying to drag us back to the flintstone era because black folks just cannot learn to accept what was done was done. Now it's time to move on. It's time to move on. You can't go back and, and, and rewrite history. We don't have time machines yet that can teleport you back to the past. All right. What's done is done. Yes, there are some things that need to be uh, dealt with. But you got to stop pretending like you are a slave. Your name is not Kunta Kinte or Kizzy or Toby. You're you're Dequarius, Jaquan, Sharkisha, and Big Booty Brenda. You need to deal with where you are today and learn how to move forward into the future so that when they start launching rockets up to space and and going out there to inhabit other planets, you don't get left behind (laughs) because you want to sit here. And focus on atrocities of the past as if you are living in the past you know i mean it's like you ever see those pictures you know i wonder how many black folks who are like in their uh 90s and 100s i wonder how many of those people are still around and i wonder how many of those people are still roaming around whining and crying about jim crow even though they would have every right to do so like if you have if you got like a, a relative that's pushing 100 years old that means they was born in the 20s, the 1920s back then, or the, or the, the, the 1910s or something back then, right? Or so However the math comes out to be. Or, yeah, whatever. But uh, anyway, the 1920s, right? They would be qualified to talk about this stuff because they was born in that era. They went through it all. But you got young people, 40 and below, still running around here whining and crying as if you were born in 1921. It's like you weren't born in 1921, b. You you weren't you just weren't born in that era, man. You you're born into an era. You exist in a world where a white person doesn't want to bow down to you and submit to your blackness. All all of a sudden, that's racist. Or somebody calls you the n-word on Twitter. That's racist. That that's that's the racism the average black person in America deals with, because you know you, you listen to black folks talk about racism. Oftentimes you can never you can hardly ever find any tangible proof that there's a legit claim of racism. It's oftentimes just strictly based off of their feels and and their interpretate. Well, no, just their feels. It's just based off of their feels like ninety nine percent of the time. They feel disrespected. They feel like this. They feel like that. You know, that, that's all it is. Racism is just a bunch of black people, mostly black folks, crying about their feels, wanting somebody to feel sorry for you. To feel for you, because oftentimes you oftentimes you when you come across black folks that like to scream racism the hardest, oftentimes you come across a lot of black folks who are probably number one at being lazy in terms of accomplishments and goals in their real life, their offline life, where you can actually go through and pull up the documentation. Now, obviously that doesn't apply to everybody because you come across people like Van Jones over here. Van Jones is a highly accomplished person. I believe let's, let's look him up. Let's look up his background. I don't know exactly. Let's see what, let's see what Van Jones had cracking in his life. He's a political commentator, an author, and a lawyer. He's co-founded several nonprofit organizations. So he's done some things, right? He's done some things. Born in Tennessee. What college did he go to? He went to University of Tennessee. So he's done, okay, he's, uh, and he went to Yale Law School, okay? So he's done. he's done some things for himself. He's made a name for himself. He, he's a, he's a educated black man. He's accomplished. So you got those out there like that. Right. But the thing is they, they've learned to successfully make a living off of victimization. Cause I don't know Van Jones for any law stuff at all. Maybe I don't know if he was ever a lawyer. Was he ever a practicing lawyer? I legit couldn't tell you if I, maybe he, maybe he was if I, if I go through and read all this, but I don't feel like reading all. But um what I how I came to know of him was uh him uh I think I think my, I think my first introduction to Van Jones was he was like a proponent for socialism or something like that. And you know, and then it was I think he was a part of the Obama, a part of the Obama administration. He was like affiliated with that or something. You know, I can't remember exactly how I got introduced to this dude, but I don't know of anything about his lawyer background. I put it that way. So he's made a living off of whining and crying. But like I say, you get back to these white folks, they're racing the space. And look, Jeff Bezos, the richest man in the world. After he gets all his criticism today, guess what he does, y'all? Jeff Bezos says he's going to donate $200 million. $200 This This happened today. So he just came back from, from looking at space in his little, little dongle, His his little, you know, weird-looking spaceship. That that kind of think is still cool the way it lands. But then he comes back down, and he's like, "Yo, I'm about to give away two hundred million dollars, and he's giving away a hundred million of it to Van Jones, to where Van Jones is free to do with the money whatever he wants." That's what Jeff Bezos said. Says Van Jones delivered impassionate remarks after being rewarded. Jeff Bezos, new one hundred million dollar philanthropic award on Tuesday, thanking the Amazon and Blue Origin founder on betting on him. Says Lauren and Jeff don't do nothing small, man. They don't do anything small. They just don't do it. They dream big. They love big and they bet big. And you bet on me and I appreciate it. Jones said at a news conference. It also took place hours after Bezos successfully completed a trip into space. The new philanthropic initiative is dubbed the the Courage and Civility Award. Bezos said it recognized leaders who aim and who pursue solutions with courage and who, who always do so with civility. The reward gives $100 million to recipients who can then put the money toward any charity or nonprofit of their choice. Bezos announced that Jones, a political commentary on CNN and the founder of Dream Corps, a nonprofit focused on bipartisan solutions for criminal justice reform and celebrity chef Jose Andreas are the two first recipients of the of the award. So each of them get a hundred million dollars, y'all. So Jones said he uh, he has not always been courageous before highlighting before highlighting people advocating for change in their communities. the only thing i worry about when you say courage i haven't always been courageous but i know the people who are they get up every day on the front lines of grassroots communities they don't have much but they're good people they fight hard and they don't have enough support and then he says can you imagine grassroots folks from appalachia from the hood native american reservations having enough money to be able to connect with the geniuses that disrupted the space industry disrupted taxis and hotels and bookstores to start disrupting poverty, to start disrupting pollution, to start disrupting the $90 billion prison industry industry together. Uh, and it goes on to say some other stuff, right? Uh, let's see. So, this greedy, this greedy uh, billionaire that wants to go to space and push humanity forward Came back down to earth today and gave this Negro a hundred million dollar check, y'all. It said you can do with that check whatever you want. This same, this same, uh, this same milk dud head Negro that be on TV whining and crying about racism every five seconds just got a hundred million dollar blank check from the richest man in the world who just happens to be a white dude, right? And what is Van Jones's claim to fame that we all know Van Jones for being? He is a professional victim, always crying about victimology, victim this, victim that, victim, victim, victim. I told you guys a long time ago, victimhood pays, y'all. Victimhood pays. He just got a 100. Listen, do y'all even hear what I'm saying, y'all? He just got a 100 million dollar check from Jeff Bezos to do with the money, whatever he wants. Like that's the conditions. Jeff said you can do with this check, whatever you want a hundred million dollars y'all. So what do y'all think Van Jones is going to do with a hundred million dollars y'all? What do y'all think he's going to do? I don't think he's going to trick it off and do the whole BLM thing. Going out there buying McMansions all over the country. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to probably dump this money into a bunch of useless charities, useless organizations that focus on keeping black people pretending to be on the plantation, picking cotton, and pretending that you're oppressed every five seconds. That's what I think. I don't really foresee this $100 million going into. STEM programs, science, technology, engineering, and math, so that maybe black society can create the next generation of black folks that are out here taking people to space, that are out here creating the next uh, uh, company that can transform black people's lives. I I just don't foresee that happening. I don't foresee that happening. We got this brother right here. Black tech entrepreneur scores $1 million prize from Pharrell Williams. Black ambition something. So uh, as soon as this thing stops the crazy ads here, hold on. All right. This thing is getting on my nerves here. It just keeps moving by itself. Let me, let me, let me just pull up another one. All right, let's go to this one over here. The ads are just insane. So Pharrell Williams donated $1 million to this black tech entrepreneur. So as it loads up. So he gave a $1 million prize to Justin Turk for his startup. Uh, I'm trying to see where is the description. OK, so LiveGistics co-founders Turk and Davis, they have won the top prize of one million dollars. Detroit, the Detroit based entrepreneurs, that run a cloud based material management software company. This eliminates the need for heavy civil engineering work and demolition paperwork. The company also provides data and indicators that construction professionals can use for efficiency. Live Gistics also basically it's just a play on the word logistics. Live Gistics also helps the environment by eliminating large amounts of paper each year, helping communities accelerate the eradication of devastation in cities and neighborhoods. So anyways, they just won one million dollars for their business, their cloud based materials management business that directly deals with civil engineering type of work. Y'all know civil engineering. Those are the people who run around uh, helping to design the highway systems in your city, the roads and all that stuff. You know, that's one that's one aspect of civil engineering. So they just got a million dollar prize, a million dollar check or whatever from. From Pharrell Williams to directly invest into their company where their company is actually produce producing real results and work. I mean, they could probably take that million dollars and hire some more people or they can go out there and invest into their company where their company makes more money. Then they could turn around and hire some people. What's this dude about to do? This dude is probably about to dump 100 million dollars into a bunch of charities that's going to be out there patting you on your back like Sinclair from Living Single, hitting you with the woo, 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 you know, just just coming around with this whole intersectionality crap, uh, white man, bad crap. It ain't your fault. Crap. Uh, You know, just just all this useless BS rhetoric that's just strictly racially driven, racially driven dribble to keep you in a. In a in a in a in a, you know, just basically a stagnant position in life. You know, nothing that's actually going to push you forward and, you know, help get something cracked. Like, I just I just struggle to see. This dude taking that $100 million check and using that to fund black business owners that actually have businesses up and running. Not people talking about, man, I want to start a business. I'm talking about somebody that actually has a business up and running. You know what I'm saying? That's actually putting numbers on the board. Like like, like your man's over here who got this company over here that they just won this money from Pharrell. Or where's, that other, where's that other one I was looking at? the heck uh, let's see. where is that one lady i was reading about yesterday uh, let's see. all right i'll be here forever trying to find this article i was looking at yesterday about this black chick. She started this thing going on in Philadelphia. Uh, Let's see. All right. I can't find it. Matter of fact, let me see. Let me find it on my phone. I think I started following these people on Instagram uh let's see black oh yeah there it is let's see all right where is the story here we go right here so you got this black chick she started this company called black tech nation and i think she just got like a 50 million dollar fund or something like that but um i was looking around on her website it's still i think it's still under construction yeah they're still under construction but um but anyways this company that started by this black female and i give her props for this i'm not bashing her i think i looked i I researched her a little bit after i discovered this article but uh, basically, she got like this company where, as you can see, they're trying to lead black startups in uh, in tech and then, you know, providing them capital to grow so that they can, you know, do this whole generational wealth thing that, you know, people are trying yeah, that everybody on social media always talks about. Well, I found somebody, this black woman, she has her own company and she's out here trying to do this. And, you know, she's just got 50 million dollars deposited into her bank account. By some people who want to invest in her, and I think it's I think it's pretty dope that she's out here trying to you know go out there and uh you know try to empower others who are trying to get into the tech industry and all that stuff. And like I say, the only, only reason I'm showing you guys this is, is because it's because you got you got you got this 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 is what dominates black culture. This this thought process right here, racism. Everything is racism, 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 racism. But oftentimes you you don't really find too many people trying to actually do something about the perceived racism that they believe is taking place. Other than whining and crying or trying to get trying to get programs implemented into school where you can whine and cry about racism some more and blame white people. Meanwhile, you got this woman over here. Wherever the heck she went, here she go right here. You got this woman. uh, I don't even know how to pronounce her name, but uh, she starts this company. Because what I was reading, she said basically she was like looking around. It was like, hey, we're all the black. We're all the black startups. We're all the black this. We're all the black that. And instead of her sitting around here whining and crying, she actually created a company. And, you know, she obviously she got some white folks in the company. It is what it is. But she created a company to where, you know, she wants to try to go out there and help black folks kick off, you know, some, some, uh, some ventures, you know what I'm saying? So this is almost like a black, uh, capital venture type of company. You know, where you go out there, it's almost, think of it almost like a, like a little shark tank type of thing. You know, how people go on shark tank and they're trying to get capital to help fund whatever is going on with their business. This kind of sounds like what she's trying to do within the tech industry to try to fund some of these startup companies that, you know, predominantly black that are in tech. And so, yeah, that's what it says right here. It's a multifaceted tech organization building a digital Wakanda through education, digital media, employment, and funding for Black technologists and entrepreneurs. See, um, so there it is, right there. They tell you what they're trying to do right here, All right? So they could be sitting around here whining and crying, begging for some people to give them some money so that they can go out there and drop this money into some programs that are essentially designed to just keep you whining and crying and not moving forward and not providing you the tools, education, and skill sets to effectively learn how to take control of your life and go out there and do something. But you know this woman, she doesn't appear to be doing that. This Negro, that's exactly what he's going to do. He's going to take this $100 million check from Jeff Bezos and go out there and invest his money into some programs to where people will just be sitting around whining and crying about racism for the next hundred years the white man holding me back the white man doing this well the white man just gave you a hundred million dollar check what you gonna do with it i mean come on son jeff bezos literally gave this dude a check and said you can do with it whatever you want i mean as in he damn near verbatim said that i'm trying to find where exactly is the quote um i read it on another article Let's see where right that. Anyway, I read it on another article, but basically, it was basically him saying that here's a hundred million dollars, Jeff Bezos. Make it do what it do, meaning go out there and do with it whatever you want. Ain't no real stipulations on it. So other than you know, so what's what's he gonna do with this check? He gonna take this money? He's going he gonna to dump it into some critical race theory programs, some woe is me programs, some we need to save the Indian programs. We need to save all the brown people programs. You know, we need to give some money. We need to help the illegal aliens coming over here programs. You know, all the stuff that he's known for crying about on CNN all the time. Whereas it's just some woe is me dribble. That That's the stuff he's going to do with 100 million dollars, y'all. 100 million dollars, and it doesn't matter if it was uh, for positive PR. 100 million dollars is still 100 million dollars. That could, that could, you could do a lot. If somebody gave me 100 million dollars, my little company, I'm trying to build up. Oh, i would be doing all kinds of stuff. So, it don't matter if it's a positive PR, he got a hundred million dollar check to go do with it, do with it, whatever he wants. But I'm telling you. What's more than likely going to come about from this is just going to be some woe is me program. Going to be geared towards just educating you on how to be a professional woe is me. But you got this woman out here. What could she do with 100 million? She already got 50 million from some investors. But if you gave her 100 million dollars, her company is designed to help fund black technologists, get you employed, and and, and help get some, some entrepreneurs. Up and running, so she ain't just sitting around here whining and crying. Because you know, another thing is when you type in black tech news right into Google, you just come over here and just click on the news stories, you just start, just scroll down and just read the headlines right now. I was doing this yesterday or the day before. I want to say, like, damn near 75 to 80 percent of the headlines was some title crying about racism in tech. Now, it may have changed because today's today, whatever. But it was always something like this. Big tech look to divide black America. Or I'm a black female CEO, and this is how I redefine the white whatever. I mean, it was just art. I mean, I had went through like the first 10 of these. It was just article after article after article with the headlines was 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 stuff like this. I'm just typing, I just typed in Black Tech News. That's all I did. And I just went through and just read the headlines, y'all. It was just overrun with some, some, some aspect about, look, they even got Kevin Samuels up here, just some aspect about racism all over the place, right? Meanwhile, this woman, she saw a problem. She created a company, and, you know, she's trying to do something about it to where she could provide actual funding, not no, not no GoFundMe style stuff. But we're gonna go out there and do documentaries all day long. Nah, don't don't appear that she's trying to do that. It appears that she's trying to actually put money into the hands of people like, like that other dude I showed y'all, wherever the heck he went. Uh, I think I, I think I may have deleted it, but whatever. The the guy that got a million dollars from Pharrell. So I'm, what I'm saying is, imagine if she got that hundred million dollars. What could she do? because she's already demonstrating that she's trying to do something other than cry about racism and white supremacy all day. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's kind of like my tech G website. You know, I can sit up here and I could cry about racism, white supremacy all day, or I can take my skill sets and knowledge and almost 20 years experience and try to educate you all how to, you know, go out there and get it how I've been able to get it. And then maybe even take it, uh, steps beyond where i couldn't even go you understand real solution oriented stuff man and it seemed like this chick right here is trying to do something about it but you got this dude over here i just don't i just see like i just feel like this hundred million dollar gift is about to be wasted on a bunch of stuff that's not going to produce anything tangible in the future that a black person can really used to promote their life i mean i could be wrong i could be 100 percent wrong but i'm just basing this off of what i know about javan jones and what i see him always crying and complaining about he's always whining and crying about racism this or how some group is oppressed over here this group is oppressed over here. He he's one of these we got to save the world from oppression type of dudes and i'm a firm believer that if you want to save the world from oppression our black folks teach them a skill set to be competitive so that they can compete with people like this who are sending private spaceships up to space teach them how to, how to be competitive in this arena right here where they can take these skill sets and and build wakanda style airplanes like the one in the movie <laughs> you know what I'm saying like teach black po- folks a skill set that you can actually use and benefit from what is, what is this right here going to benefit you? What, what is the benefit of learning about critical race theory and trying to re-examine history through a racial lens? How is that going to help you pay your bills moving forward? You go sit down and take a class in college, or you go learn about this in high school, or wherever the heck they teaching it at, or plan on teaching it at, what is any of this going to do to help you pay your bills and increase your income, y'all, other than Teaching you how to go out there and demand that people, that white people pay you more money just because you're black. Not because you have a legit skill set that warrants and demands that you be paid more money. But black, you should be paid more money or you should be getting something just because you're black. Not because of your merit, but because of your skin color. Right? Well, what is this gonna do for you? What is this gonna do? You come over here to her. What can she possibly do, man? She, based off of her little her little description here, she could possibly do a whole lot for you. And like I say, they just she just got infused fifty million dollars. She raised fifty million dollars. So I look forward to seeing what this what this woman is about to do with this. I'm gonna have to keep track of her and uh, see what's cracking. Cause I'm just like, wow, that, that's pretty impressive. You know what I'm saying? It's, especially in regards to what she wants to do. She, she don't, it, it doesn't seem like she wants to start programs. I just want to, you know, get the kids some, some shoes, pass out some book bags and talk about critical. Nah, man. She wants to fund black entrepreneurs B literally fund them. I'm pretty sure you go up to her with a, uh-oh. you go up to her with a business plan. Where'd the thing go? You go up to her with a business plan and get all your little paperwork in, in order She's probably going to cut you a check to help get you cracking out there in these streets. You know what I mean? And I'm cool with that. I don't care if it's a black man or a black woman. I'm just impressed that it's a a black person who's actually appears to want to do something tangible. You know, everybody tangibles, tangibles. Well, this looks like a tangible to me. You know what I'm saying? This looks like a, a, a potential tangible to me over here. (laughs) <laughs> i don't know what this dude's about to do with this money i could be wrong maybe he can go out there and do all kind of great wonderful stuff that actually produce real tangibles but i just don't see it it's just gonna be criminal justice reform we need criminal all right here, here's where you could take that 100 million dollars and do some criminal justice reform van jones you could take that 100 million dollars and you go out there and create a school or invest into some type of program That teaches these brothers a skill set and helps them get a damn decent job so that they can avoid the activities that lead them to prison. That's some prison reform for your ass right there, Van Jones. How about we focus your energies on taking that hundred million dollar check and setting up something to redirect these brothers from going down the path that would lead them into prison. And now you got to sit here and deal with the after effects of them being locked up. Let's try to get them before they get locked up, Van Jones. You think he's going to take his money and do that? I don't think so. He's going to take that money. Oh, we need to close private prisons. We need to get these draconian laws changed. It's like, well, yeah, you can do that. But how about we, you know, I I think it'll be more effective if you took the money and you invested it into some type of program that can get these young people skilled up so then go out there and get decent jobs and or start their own business so that hopefully they can avoid going to prison in the first damn place you know what i'm saying or maybe you could take that money and start up these uh tutoring farms anybody know what a tutoring farm is so remember that story i did in baltimore um about 41 percent of the kids Balt, high school kids in baltimore they're out there failing all over the place well you got you go you go to new york city they, they got tutoring farms up there um what's that country next to india let me see um see. India. what is that anyways it's uh i can't remember what the name of that country is next to india Banglade- bangladesh i think that's what it's called oh Bang- uh, yeah here it is right here so you got you go to new york city right they got well, they got some black kids in this one, but anyways, you go to New York City, they got a there's like a Bangladesh community out there. These people can barely speak English, man. They got full blown tutoring farms set up to help their kids get into these elite schools out there in New York City. Um, and it's mostly dedicated to a little Bangladesh kids. Well, this program, as you can see, we got some black girls up in here and a black kid. But normally it's just mostly Bangladesh kids up in here. Anyways, they go to school and then after that, they go do go to these tutoring. Oh, this is from Khan's Academy. Okay. They go to these um, these little tutoring farms to where they just sitting in there learning how to do uh, you know, whatever it is they gotta do to get their grades up, to do this, to do that, all day long. So they can get into these prestigious schools in New York City. I'm talking about high schools, right? But you go, you go to Baltimore, 41% of the kids in Baltimore are failing high school. And then you got videos of their mothers, like that one I showed you the other day, of the mothers out there talking about she didn't know that her kid was skipping school the entire time. So what if Van Jones took his $100 million and was like, yo, we're going to come to the hood and we're going to set up some tutoring farms we're gonna, we gonna, we gonna bring in the best educators. you got to just send these kids make these kids come to these tutoring farms and we gonna we're gonna get them right so then get them grades up and they're gonna go to college and, and do all this other stuff. I mean now I don't think that'll go well because of the overall culture in black society. think that'll go over too well in black society because you know black kids we, we just don't we just don't really believe in studying and doing homework um where's that chart where is that chart that's not the chart i'm looking for anyways i was trying to find this chart that shows you what the average time Black kids spend doing homework compared to their white and Asian counterparts. It's like white kids or black kids do like 20, 30 minutes a day. Asian kids do like two hours a night or something like that. Anyway, I got to go find it. But anyways, you know, Bangladesh, they're Asians, in case you guys didn't know that. So they 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 fall into that category as well. And a lot of these people are financially worse off than most black Americans. <laughs> can barely speak English and they're financially worse off, but they, they have a culture that's dedicated to getting their kids to get into these elite schools so they can go on to become future doctors, lawyers, and all this other crap that's going on in society so that these kids can grow up one day to start blasting people to space or create the next billion dollar company or something like that, or the, the next billion dollar tech company. You know what I'm saying? But meanwhile, we're trying to focus, get our kids to focus on being victims because that's the uh, that's the core tenet about critical race theory. Critical race theory's core tenet is white people are oppressors and black people are victims. That's 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 the core. That's the core theory behind this whole thing, y'all. So we're focused on educating black children and black adults but mostly black children. To see themselves as forever victims. But you got other groups of people trying to educate their kids on STEM and other things so that they can get into these elite schools. And their parents actually give a damn about the welfare of their kids, even though these parents are just as poor or even poorer than most black Americans. But they still found a way to pour their all and their energy into making sure that their kids are getting top-notch quality education while we got black people out here talking about they didn't know that their kid was failing high school for four years and it's the school and the system's fault. You know what I'm saying? And then we got this guy about to get a hundred million dollar check. All he does is whine and cry about social inequities all day long. I just, you know, I just look at this. I'm just like, If this $100 million check was handed over to somebody else that actually was for real, for real about investing in the black community and trying to actually create real solutions. I just think it would go so much further than trying to dump $100 million into a guy who's going to take that money and more than likely pour it into some woe is me forever victim type of program. That's not going to produce any results at all. Just keep the re- the wheels perpetually spinning around and around where you're never going anywhere. And then you're just stuck sitting around here crying about this, this crap over here all day long. So that's what I want to show y'all, man. So we got we got white folks going to space and other cultures pushing forward to try to remain competitive into the 21st century and beyond in conjunction with other groups of people, Asians, training up their children to be competitive in the 21st century and beyond. But black folks' primary agenda right now is just crying about racism nonstop, blaming the man on this, blaming the man on that, nothing's ever my fault, just total refusal to accept accountability and try to do the things that you have to do to remain competitive, and while that's going on, they over here giving a hundred million dollars to Negroes like this, who are professional social justice warriors that aren't really going to do anything to advance any type of black agenda whatsoever in a tangible manner that can actually help black people move up, get you a get you some skill sets, so you can go out there and get you a good job or go out there and start your own business. We got some. Like This woman over here, she's trying to do that. I would rather see her get the $100 million because she already got a company that's trying to do that right now or she's out here trying to do those things (laughs) in a tangible manner, and she works in tech. But he he gets the money. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. I don't have any control over who Jeff Bezos gives his (laughs) money to, but I just found it When I saw this, I was like, wow, this is the black person he chooses to give his hundred. He chooses to give a hundred million dollars to somebody that literally sits on CNN and cries all the damn time about something. (laughs) Donald Trump won, (laughs) Joe Biden won, (laughs) the kids at the border. I mean, he just cries all, all day long, man like, damn, Jeff, give your money to some black person that can actually go out there and do something <laughs> other than cry all day about social crap. But anyways, that's what's going on, y'all. They're going to space and we over here crying about race. All right. anyways, y'all be safe. Peace.